you're a first time home buyer. One of the, your motivations for wanting to use ribbon to get a deal done is that now your FHA deal or your VA deal is a cash deal. Okay. Correct. What, what kind of vetting process do you put them through up front to make sure that they can even qualify for an FHA or VA deal so that they can buy the home back from you down the road? Great question. <clears throat> so again, we're not a lender, right? So we're relying heavily on you fellas to okay. your pre-approval is what we're, we're relying on, right? Yeah. So yeah, put the pressure on. <laughs> So welcome to another episode of the Context to Contracts podcast. I am Brian Lovell, always here with the super amazing John Jones. And what's up, man? What's up, buddy? How you doing? I'm amazing. So we got a super special uh, guest with us today from Ribbon, uh, Mr. David Spencer. David, welcome to the show, man. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. It's good to be here. Yeah. So it's a crazy, dude, it's a crazy yeah, it's market. A, it's a crazy <laughs> market, David, right? So we, we brought you on the show to kind of Walk us through what you and your company do to help uh, promote and get 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 more deals closed. Yeah, absolutely. So I joined Ribbon. I thought it was a very interesting company. I spent over 20 years in the mortgage business wow. in different different capacities here and there. And then I was speaking with Ribbon um, at one point about possibly partnering up with them, um, converting more of my pre-approvals, right? So yeah. that's kind of where Ribbon comes in. Their, their whole goal is to make home ownership achievable and put everybody on an even playing field, right? So, you know, you have your, um, in Tampa, I believe the market is like, it's close the, to like- One 60, of the hottest, yeah. 60% cash offers. Yeah. Oh, wow. So I not saying we were talking about that this morning. Cash, obviously, you fellows are in business. So, yeah. you know, they're doing mortgages, but the offers are cash offers. So that's been our number one priority is to really get into that Tampa market because the need is definitely there. So we rolled out in Tampa, um, Orlando and Northeast Florida, uh, which I'm covering. Typically, it was, you know, we had a few people getting the word out about ribbon but now we kind of want it boots on the ground so i'm the first business development manager in the state of florida for ribbon um i actually live in saint augustine and our market is hot as well yeah but um just to piggyback on that there was a housing wire article out i think it was about a month ago saying like third of the transactions in the in the country last year were cash offers so yeah. Different, I think, you know, um, normally here in Florida, we see about 50%. I mean, that's what I've seen historically for the 15 years that I've been doing loans in this market. And it, it sounds like that's going up a little bit. You know, I think, you know, getting into the solution for ribbon, it starts with a need. And I think the need that we have in the market right now is, you know, one, it's hard for a buyer to get an offer accepted if it's contingent on the sale of another property, right? Sellers also are quick to pull out of a contract if there's any signs of hip, hiccup on a financing deal because shoot three if if three weeks has gone by their house is worth more than it was three weeks yeah. ago you know they're they're not going to have any problems dropping a contract and going to the next person um, and getting that done and I think you know David that's where some of the solutions that you guys have um, come come to market right yeah so ribbon is empowering sellers, buyers, lenders, and um, 
Yeah, sellers, buyers, lenders, agents, basically empowering empowering them with cash. So the way Ribbon works is we're not a mortgage company. So we're very much not into disrupting the lender's um, business or the agent's business, right? We just want to be, we just want to be a part of their ecosystem and, and help help them grow and just be there to educate um, your buyers and or, or borrowers, right? In your case, mm-hmm. and um, and and sellers of homes as well on the real estate side. So, how Ribbon works is typically a lender or a real estate agent would introduce their clients to um, or their prospects to Ribbon. Um, Ribbon basically is going to back that buyer kind of like a rich uncle, I guess you would say, right? (laughs) So taking all the contingencies off of that contract and making it a cash offer. So credit contingencies are removed, appraisal contingencies are removed, and um, having to sell before you uh, buy is, is, is taken off as well. So it truly is a cash offer with our ribbon addendum um, behind that contract. So always try to let them know, you know, tie a ribbon around the contract and you're guaranteeing <laughs> closing on both sides and commissions on both sides. Yeah. What, what are, um, what are the scenarios you're seeing often right now? And what I what I mean by that is, are are most people going into, I want to use ribbon before I even make an offer on a property? Or is it I want to use ribbon because I'm having some hiccups on the financing, like at the ninth hour? So that's a great question. So Primarily, we see a lot of first-time buyers, right, that are having a tough time getting that offer accepted because maybe they're FHA or VA. Um, actually, personally happened to a friend of mine. I introduced him to Ribbon. He's ex-military, and he was having a heck of a time getting an offer accepted. So $300,000 condo, he, he basically signed up with Ribbon. So $3,000 got him a cash offer, right, because the Ribbon fee on that transaction would be 1%. So yeah, we're seeing a lot of first-time buyers, but we're also seeing um, seeing folks that do want to you know move before they sell, right? So maybe get that house uh, top dollar that they can out of that house by fix replacing the screens or doing whatever they have to do. Maybe they have five kids and two dogs and just don't want to go through the hassle of actually showing that property every weekend. So. So kind of twofold, and then we do have those rescue deals where a deal is falling apart, you know, and, and where Ribbon may have to step in if they're maybe, um, maybe one of your clients loses their job two weeks before closing, but they automatically found a new job and have that offer letter. But I believe, I guess you need maybe one or two pay stubs under their belt to close, right? So they would rent back from Ribbon in that situation, and we would sell back up to six months at the same exact price that we purchased the home for. Okay. So, wow, I, I had never considered this for a first time home buyer. So you just kind of blew my mind with that. And I, I want to, if I can go back and ask a couple of questions. So you're a first time home buyer. One of the, your motivations for wanting to use ribbon to get a deal done is that now your FHA deal or your VA deal is a cash deal. Okay. Correct. What, what kind of vetting process do you put them through up front? to make sure that they can even qualify for an FHA or VA deal so that they can buy the home back from you down the road? Great question. 
So again, we're not a lender, right? So we're relying heavily on you fellows to okay. your pre-approval is what we're, we're relying on, right? Yeah. So yeah, a, put the pressure on. <laughs> so you'll have a realtor. Um, uh, so a consumer cannot come directly to Ribbon, right? You have to either be working for a lender or a realtor that is, you can invite them to be signed up and do business with us, right? But you can't come in just as a consumer wanting to take advantage of, you know, using Ribbon's cash offer. You have to be synced with a, an agent or a lender. Um, so with that being said, the typically the realtor is the one that's going to pitch it or, or present it to her buyer, right? Maybe she has a buyer or, or, or even on the listing side, right? So the realtor creates an account in, in Ribbon's website, um, just basic information, your MLS, your name, and then they have a buyer that they're working with. So they enter in that buyer's info into their Ribbon portal, and then they're gonna upload that buyer's pre-approval letter. So anywhere from 500,000 to a million dollars, because we go from $100,000 up to a million dollar purchase price. Anything from 500 to a million dollars, we're gonna reach out to that lender and actually you know, talk to you about, hey, we're assets, um, income, credit, everything looks good on this transaction. Um, but yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna rely on that pre-approval and issue buying power, that's what we call it. So whatever your pre-approval is, say it's $300,000, that's what we're going to issue as far as buying power goes. Now that realtor can start shopping for properties because she knows what their buying power is, which is based on your pre-approval. Mm -hmm. Now they can actually start uploading properties. So if it's a Friday afternoon and they know they're going to show five houses on Saturday morning, they can go into that borrower's account, upload those five properties and request max ribbon valuation on each of those five properties. So we're gonna disclose, here's what we feel this property is valued at based on the market. We have X appraisers on staff. And then, hey, if you are gonna rent from us or have to rent from us, whether you, you had planned on it or not, here's what your monthly rent's gonna be on that property. Now they can start, now they can go out and, and start placing offers on these houses. Okay. What's the max time that a borrower has to buy the property back? Six months. Six months is the max time. So you have up to six months. And at the end of those six months, if they stay full term for six months, we're going to sell it back at the same price that we purchased it for. Wow. And what do you, what do you use for rent factors when, when they're renting back? Let's say they assuming they're renting for six months. So the monthly rent is typically about 0.70% of that purchase price. And it is prorated. So if they need okay. the month of, yeah, if they, if they need, need a month and a half, we collect it on a monthly basis, but we would credit them back two weeks. So on a three hundred thousand dollar home, we're talking twenty one hundred bucks. Yeah, yeah, okay, fair, fair, pretty much. much. Yeah, yeah, okay, man. So. I, I, what, what's the percentage that aren't able to get there? <laughs> I'm just curious. I mean, do you guys have fall through? You obviously have some folks that probably maybe lose their job, you know, halfway through this process and, and can't qualify. Yeah, it's a small percentage. Um, okay. 80, 80% of our business, literally, they, the, the, the borrower or the buyer closes with their, with their company, uh, with their lender as planned on the date that they had planned on. So, that's really a big chunk of our business. Okay, so 
what I just heard you say is you you give them what they need for it to be a cash offer, but they don't ever actually use your cash. They close with financing. Most of the time, and that's yeah. ideally what we would okay. like to do, right? And, and the yeah. cost is, you just said, 1% of the sales price. So again, on a $300,000 home, it's three Gs. Yep. Okay. Wow. Yeah. I mean, so you're giving them, let's, let's say, 30 days, right? It costs you $3,000, and you, you get financing, you close, and move on. And in yeah. the event that financing, for whatever reason, doesn't happen, yeah. you know, you're able to still close with cash. Yeah. So, uh, David, do you guys take your fee at closing, or do you take it up front? So, uh, up front, when the agent submits that offer or collects that EMD, that's actually when the ribbon fee is going to be held at title. So, the title company is going to hold on to that. And then, um, basically... So what we would do is, so we charge anywhere from two to two and three quarters percent, right? Up front being held, okay? So two and three quarters percent gets held with the title company of the purchase price. If they close with their lender as planned, we only charge 1% and we credit them back one and three quarters. If Ribbon has to step in and purchase the property, we use the two and three quarters towards the closing costs. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, I I've got a question. Um, let's let's say um, the property doesn't appraise. Um, well, how do you handle that? Is it just the deal's done, or do you continue to allow them to close? Is there a range that you'll let them close and 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 get financing down the road? Yes. Yeah, so so say you have a home that's let's just say three hundred thousand dollar home. Um, the contract. Well, the listing price say is 290. Ribbon values that property at 300,000. The realtors execute the contract, the buyers and sellers at 300,000. Now that it's time for the appraisal to come in. Appraisal comes in at that 290 listing price where they thought it was what they listed it for originally, yep. but we're at 300,000. So what happens is Ribbon actually, um, we request the agents to lower that price down to the appraised value of 290. But then at closing, Ribbon is gonna make the sellers whole at the closing table and disperse the sellers $10,000 to make up that that $10,000 gap. Okay. That's how it is right now. So we're look, so we're looking essentially the, the markets. The buyer and, still needs the 10 grand though. Right. I mean, you're not you're not giving up 10 grand out of the kindness of your heart. Co- correct. Yeah. So that basically the funds have to come from the buyer. But yeah. I'm assuming in their um, case, they don't care what the source of funds are of that 10 grand. So. At this point in the state of Florida, we're eating that ten thousand dollars as a company. Oh, wow. Whereas wow. in other so in other markets, We've rolled out a different program, which is kind of a appraisal protection. Um, you can either protect now or pay later kind of thing, a now or later program. Okay. The later is gonna be selling the home or doing a cash out refi. That's when you would pay ribbon back. But at this point in Florida, we haven't rolled that out yet. So we're kind of, um, so yeah, right now we're, we're actually um, eating that that um gap Ooh, that, that's, yeah. that's gonna get expensive <laughs> my man 
But 80% of those deals are at 1%, right? So Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and it sounds like, you know, from the conversation we've had so far, although most people are using Ribbon to make a cash offer, they're actually financing at the closing Four table. Five, yeah. Right? yeah, they're, they're financing yeah. at the closing table. Okay. And that's that's exactly right. And that's exactly right. So they're, they're, they're basically going to Ribbon to have that cash offer and that addendum attached to it. It comes with... Um, a three-page addendum. It's got a proof of funds letter and it has a cover letter that explains ribbon as well as the account manager reaches out to that listing agent and says, hey, you know, this is who ribbon is. This is our purpose. And it's a good thing to have on yeah. your listing. Trust me. Yeah. I mean, listen, we're starting. I mean, you, you guys are starting to get a name in the market. Um, so I, I think agents are starting to become familiar with this process and, and as more and more transactions like that happen, I think that will continue. What, John, one of the things that I wanted to, t- to say real quick, and it, my, it came back to me was, so in a mortgage transaction, if the deal closes in April, their first payment isn't until June, they're skipping a month's payment, the, the buyer, right? The borrower. So when you think about it, if, if Ribbon is charging 1% to make that a cash offer and the buyer's got to come out with that money anyway, and they're skipping one month's payment, depending on what the difference is between the 1% and what their PITI payment is, they're probably not set back a whole lot financially. Correct. If that makes sense, right? Yeah. I mean, other than rent, you're, you're collecting what, it's two and three quarters you're collecting in that situation? If Ribbon has to close, yeah. 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 So it's yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If ribbon has to close, right. yes. But I, I'm okay. talking in the event that they actually finance the deal at closing, and pay ribbon the one percent fee for it being a cash offer. Yeah. Right. They they don't end up too for far behind. To win a deal. Yeah. You, they you know, they end up not being too far behind actually financially. Cool. So let let's switch gears. We've been talking a little bit about the hey the the let's make this a cash offer. Let's talk about the rescue deal scenario real quick. So this is. Hey, something happened at the 11th hour that we can't get the financing done. Seller is like, yo, I got four backup offers right behind yours. We're supposed to close Tuesday. We're not waiting till Friday. We call in Ribbon to help rescue that deal. What What's that look like for us, David? That actually, that's something that if Ribbon hasn't been a part of the transaction from the beginning, we um we like that we, we, we would need at least a two week heads up on. Oh, wow. Like okay. To come in and rescue, yeah, and probably you want to find out what the what the issues are with the borrower that they can't close with with financing, right? right? At that point, yeah. you, you want to make sure that your your deal is going to you know amount to a deal in within the six months. Sure, you know if we're not able to get Don, it done. that's right, that's spot on because we're not you know we're not out to own real estate. We want right. to be sure that they do have. <laughs> it's our job to do the rescue. Deal. Yeah, yeah, so we yeah. don't want to own real estate either. <laughs> you, you, you guys approach it like an insurance, right? You're, you're protecting the borrower. Ho- hopefully, they can win deals. I'm curious, like. Right now in the state of Florida ballpark, how many transactions do you do a month or a week? Do you have any numbers on that? I mean, as a company, we did over 700 last month okay. um, transactions. <laughs> I don't have the actual um, breakdown of what was the 1% versus what we closed or anything like that. But but we're, 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 um, the, the word is definitely yeah. getting out there. I mean, our whole mission is to get more families into homes and, and less Wall Street in the in the neighborhoods. Amen, amen for that. In, in what states are you licensed in currently? 
or already operating? Well, we're growing right now. We started in North Carolina, made our way south. So through the Carolinas, through Georgia, over to Alabama, Texas, Florida. So we're kind of um, the the plan or the 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 goal is to is to kind of double in size this year. I guess as far as our footprint goes, um, we're in Ohio now. We are in um, in um, St. Louis. So. Yeah, we have an expansion team that's working on that, and um, I can't couldn't give you the exact number of how many states we're exactly in right now okay. because it seems to be changing often. But we're probably in around fifteen now, and we plan on you know branching out even more. So. And and what about specifically the state of Florida? Are you in all regions or major cities, like Fort no, Myers, for actually, example, or South South Florida? So we, we are not in South Florida. We are in um, Northeast Florida, Jacksonville, okay, Jack, St. Yep. John's County. We are in um, greater Orlando um, market, okay. as well as Tampa down to Sarasota. So I'll okay. email you over those county, a list of awesome. them so you can have them. Okay, cool. John, what else do we need to know? We need them down in Fort Myers and maybe South Florida, and they probably want to stay away from <laughs> South Florida, right? Well, I mean, South Florida market gets a bad name uh, because 15 years ago there was a fraud there. Yeah. You, you know, so I, I, David, I was just saying, like, you know, South Florida gets a bad rap because 15 years ago there was a lot of fraud there. Um, I, you know, I don't, I don't know that that's a whole lot of the case anymore. I mean, may, maybe it is, but not certainly not oh, like not. it. Certainly not like it was 15 years ago. But you know, I think those are great markets to be in, and you know, I, I think you know one of the things that helps out a company like Ribbon is home appreciation going up so much, right? So even if they do get in a position where they're going to own this home, they're, it's, not, bad right it's not a bad situation to own it, right? Um, and I think, you know, especially, I mean, we talked, um, I, I talked to a, a loan originator in our company who does quite a bit of volume, over $25 million a year, mainly purchase. So does average loan amount for this year for Q1 year over year, up a hundred grand, right? I, I and, don't doubt it. Yeah. And, and, and listen, yes. trust me, he's not fishing in a different pond all of a sudden. Yeah. That's just how much home prices have appreciated. Um, but as a company for us, ours is up over 35 grand. That's nationwide, wow. you know, uh, year over year. So it's just, Something else. it's skyrocketing. Yeah. So, yeah. So, David, are there any other scenarios where where Ribbon um, has a value proposition or or, or can help uh, folks win more deals or rescue deals? I think they're looking into that. Um, uh, leadership is looking into some other programs that are going to definitely be um, be exciting to get out in the marketplace. But I don't really have those details right now. You but met, I know you, they're old. At the beginning of this, you talked about a home seller with an existing home, and let's say they don't want to have a contingency on buying the new property. What does that look like for them as far as you buying or taking out that existing home? Yeah, so if they're a qualified buyer, because we, we do need that pre-approval, right? right? So if they have that pre-approval, but if they know up front that they're gonna, they're gonna have ribbon closed, then yeah, you set up that closing date. I mean, we're going to need to have that appraisal in for the financing eventually to happen. But um, yeah, we'd just be set up like ribbon, you know, you close on April 30th, ribbon's going to close that transaction um, for you. And then you're going to rent back until you can list um, your current house and get it up to par to what, you know, where you can take out max, get max value for that property. So that happens um, often, uh, buy before you sell. So, yep. that's something yeah. that so now not only are you uh, not contingent on the sale of a property, you're a cash offer. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, in yeah, that, in that on situation. On a new purchase, it's all cash, right? Yeah. Okay. Yep. So, cool. Yeah. I like so it, the man. listing agent yeah. knows. So, so it's it's so when you have ribbon involved. So we require a seven day minimum inspection period, right? So that's during the time where they can either the buyer can either back out or move forward. So once that inspection period ends, that's when ribbon commits to purchasing that home. So regardless of the buyer walking away or financing falling through, we're closing on the date that that seller expects to sell their house. Mm-hmm. Nice. I like that. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's huge. Anything else, John, we need to cover? I think we hey, some great it, information. Yeah. Man. Hey, David, have we asked you everything that we need to ask you? Yeah, I think, um, I think really, if you want to really set some time aside, we can go through an overview of the of the um, of the product. Just my my um, my PowerPoint. We can talk about that. If you want to get a group together to learn a little bit more, <clears throat> to do a deeper dive on ribbon, I'd be happy to do so. Sure. Okay. And so I'm assuming we have David's contact information. Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll yeah, make absolutely. sure we have it in the description of of the podcast too. But hey, man, thanks for thanks for coming on and, and dropping some knowledge on us. Hey, fellas. I- I enjoyed it. Awesome, Thanks for having me awesome on. Sorry program. about the audio issues here. <laughs> <laughs> it'll it'll come out great on our end. So, uh, you know, on behalf of John, on behalf of David, I'm Brian. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Contacts to Contracts podcast. And if there's anything that you need, please know we're always here to serve. <laughs>